thank you both for joining us today. I know it's a bit difficult not being on campus in the usual studio and then to do things from home, but we appreciate you taking the time to come here. Thank you, Ahad, for having me. Um, I know we tried to do this before um, we went into um, remote working, um, but I'm glad that we're able to do it today. Um, and it's, um, we're finding a new normal in life now. Mm -hmm. So to start off, tell me what you do at Cal State Fullerton. You work at the alumni office. Yeah, I, I started um, in uh, mid-November um, as the Associate uh, Vice President for Alumni Relations. And what I do there is I lead the alumni relations effort for the campus to engage uh, the almost 300,000 alumni from Cal State Fullerton with the campus and with, with each other, uh, both regionally through programs and activities, professional, social, those types of activities as well. I lead a, a great group of uh, staff. There's seven staff members um, that are uh, tasked with doing all these things. And we also employ about eight or nine um, students um, as well uh, to help us with, those, uh, with that task. And it's very important to keep alumni connected back to the campus. Many of us have a, a great um, experience here at Cal State Fullerton, and we don't know how to um, share that back or get back to that in the alumni office. is a great first step for us. So because you work at the alumni office, why do you feel it's important for alumni to stay connected to their school after they graduate? Yeah, well, there's, for me, I mean, um, I'm in the business, it's my job, and so I have, I have certain um, opinions on that, but also personally why it's important for me, because the experience as a student at Cal State Fullerton um, was very important for me. I was the first in my family to go to college, and, and so that, I had no real uh, preparation for that, and so I had to learn that um, at Cal State Fullerton, and it was important for me, and I want to stay connected, and I have stayed connected um, to, to the extent that I could regionally uh, before I got the job here. But as, but as the uh, professional, one of the reasons why it's important um, is that higher education today is how um, we are changing um, social mobility in this, in this country. Um, many of our students at Cal State Fullerton are first in their family to go to college like I was, uh, like many um, uh, that I run into all the time. It changes fundamentally families on that as well. And the only way to continue that is to provide those opportunities, to provide those opportunities um, is through the contact with others. Um, um, part of that is, is philanthropy, giving back. And I don't mean just dollars, but I mean giving back in time and talent, um, dollars um, as well, um, to provide mentorships, to provide opportunities, to provide internships um, for that matter as well, um, so that we can um, fundamentally change um, how things are working in California and beyond uh, for that matter as well. The other aspect I think um, um, is to uh, provide that opportunity to new students coming in um, where um, college may not be something in that that they even thought that they could do um, um, as they're going through school and providing the, um, the opportunities um, but also the awareness that um, uh, college is an option uh, for students that are coming in. That's where alumni can um, make a big impact. The other thing too I think where alumni um, why it's important to stay involved is that as a current student and I, and I went through this as well when I was a student um, it's, it, it's a big transition and, and, and if you're not prepared I, frankly I wasn't prepared um, to go to college um, uh, mentally maybe or um, uh, and um, there was a point where I didn't think I was going to finish. I was going to, I was, I was going to, I was going to take a break um, and come back and do it later. And if I'd done that, I never would have uh, finished my degree. And alumni can make a big difference on that as well by mentoring um, um, our students, our current students, uh, providing opportunities uh, for our current students through internships or maybe just hiring them afterwards. I got my first job um, out of college uh, because of a contact I had with a classmate of mine who was who had an internship um, in an office there as well. Um, and then uh, finally is, is just being an advocate for higher education for the campus. Um, um, and, and that can take on many roles, um, literally advocating um, with um, uh, lawmakers and decision makers, um, but also just advocating um, uh, for continued higher um, access to higher education and um, uh, staying connected that way too. Well, that's really great that you got help from other alumni and you find the benefit of alumni staying connected because of the benefits that they can give to other students. So a question, a part I want to touch on was you got your bachelor's in political science. So since you started in 84 and you graduated in 1990, taking six years to finish college, how was that experience of you taking more time than say the recommended amount where right now we have that idea of you should 
finish in 15, uh, take 15 units and you can finish in four years. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on that? No, I, I think it's, I think it's important um, to finish your degree, first of all. Um, I mean, it did take me six years uh, for a number of reasons. I, I alluded to it earlier. I wasn't necessarily prepared emotionally or mentally to, um, to go to college. Um, I, I had left home to go to college. And so I was on my own and no one was making me go to school and no one was checking to see if I was in class and, and no one was seeing if I um, was finishing my homework. And, and I was not a very good student um, in my first year at Cal State Fullerton, um, which required me to um, unfortunately retake a couple of those classes. The other, the other factor on it was that I had to work full time um, when I was in college. Um, and I don't regret that a bit. Um, that was just the way it was. Um, um, and frankly, I learned a lot about myself. And I learned, I met a lot of people um, and I got some skills that I may not have gotten if I had had to work um, full time as well. Um, and that story is not unique to Cal State Fullerton. Um, that's a story that many um, of not only my classmates, but also current students have as well. Um, they have to work. Um, um, when they go to class, they leave and they go to their jobs. Um, um, they work sometimes into the evenings like I did um, and then do their studies at one, two o'clock in the morning. Um, and, that's, and that's the story we, um, that is not atypical um, of ours as well. But I do, to the extent that it's possible, um, um, I think it is important to finish um, as quickly um, as is reasonable um, because I think they also wanna have the college experience uh, as well. Um, so. Um, having that opportunity to participate in, in student organizations or other clubs and activities or other things is, is highly important. Um, and building your own network now as a student um, that you're going to have, and I, and I don't mean just professional, I mean just personal network um, as well, um, mm -hmm. is important. And so taking those classes, I, I mean, taking enough to graduate in four is important, um, but there's no shame in, in taking longer. There are some majors that just require it to be longer because of an internship that may be required um, or something else as well. Um, but the bottom line is to finish um, um, your degree. And the other uh, factor of finishing in four is cheaper. Um, um, you know, for me, there would have been two years uh, less tuition I would have had to pay if I could have gotten it done in four years um, as well. So it is cheaper uh, in the end as well. Mm -hmm. I see both sides of the argument where people think that it's best to take your time and be patient with everything, but it's also reasonable to try and finish as quick as possible so you can experience everything in a reasonable, reasonable amount of time and actually save that money too. I think the other thing I had with that too is that um, with college, you know, we go in with an, a mindset. Um, some of us come in with a mindset of what we want to study. It might be um, biology. We're hoping to go into medical, um, to uh, medicine. Um, it might be um, psychology. We're going into um, that kind of field there as well. You, you go into your first year and you're like, whoa, I do not like biology at all. Um, or I do not like this. But you know what I do like is, is the creative writing class that I had or the marketing class that I had. And you end up changing your major uh, maybe in your first, second, or even third year. That will extend it as well. And that is not a, a problem either. Um, that's what college is for, to figure out what it is that we do like, what does stimulate us and what um, uh, what our passions are that we can actually make a difference in um, or that we want to um, uh, pursue after that as well. And so that will, that can, I should say, um, extend your, your education uh, progress, but that's okay. Uh, that's what it's for. Um, I've always said, um, you know, um, as an undergraduate, study whatever it is that you like, that, 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 that gives you passion. Because, um, and, and for your graduate degree or your master's, if you decide to go that way, that's where you go for, you know, the, the professional training in your job. Um, that's what I've always said. I think that what you'll find um, in California at the CSUs um, is that um, it's um, obviously for the amount of money, it's a bargain. Um, but um, I, don't want, I don't want those that are unfamiliar to think that, well, it's not as expensive as a UC or, or other college, so therefore it must not be as good. Um, that is not the case. I think, um, especially at Cal State Fullerton, um, uh, we, are, we are educating our our students at a very high level and, and they're going into their professions starting at a very high level. Uh, they don't have to ramp up as much um, as well. This is an education um, that, um, that you could get someplace else and pay a lot more for, but I would, I would hold up our students to any university um, within the state, um, within the country for that matter as well, uh, the quality of our students and the quality of the education that they're receiving. Mm -hmm. And I can attest to that since I'm starting to take some online courses from other universities and not to discourage them, but I see them to be more difficult considering what they 
normally charge for their actual tuition in class, whereas online they're much cheaper and they're sometimes even free. Like you can find courses on Coursera, EDX, on these top tier universities, and you don't, you don't find them to be much more difficult than education here at Cal State Fullerton. It's basically the same thing, but then you realize that the price, the dollar per knowledge point you're getting here is much higher than what you're getting at other universities. And I don't think the quality of these students at those others um, uh, is any better than the quality of student that you're going to find here at Cal State Fullerton. And, and in some cases, um, we're much better, obviously much more diverse um, in many cases um, than some of these other schools. Um, and diverse in, in its broadest sense as well. I was talking about diversity of thought um, before as well, because that is just as important, but also being exposed to other cultures um, and other um, um, socioeconomic, uh, class, socioeconomic classes of people as well, because that will um, also affect um, how, how we move through um, life as well. So. Um, and also, these are some of the best friends I had um, uh, in, in college were folks that um, I, I, uh, I didn't think we would ever come across. And it's because of that diversity of thought, I, some of the folks that um, uh, I did not agree with politically um, were some of my best friends um, when I was in college uh, as well. Because we challenged each other and it was fun to be around. Um, and uh, yeah. yeah. And then since you mentioned that you worked from South Dakota, mm -hmm. well, what is the one reason that you came to Cal State Fullerton for where you thought I'm going to fly? across the country and come to the, come right here in California. Yeah, I, um, I, the only reason I came to Cal State, I wasn't going to play baseball, I wanted to play baseball. Um, so I picked um, the best baseball school in the country, I thought, um, at the time. Um, the school had just won a national championship um, in baseball at that point. I believe it was the second at the time. Uh, and I was looking at Arizona State and Cal State Florida. Now, I wasn't recruited um, as a baseball player by, by Fullerton. I just wanted to play baseball in college. Uh, and so I came here thinking that I'll, I'll, um, I'll try to walk on. Um, and... Uh, uh, get on the baseball team. It didn't work out that way. I tried to walk on uh, for two years, uh, tryouts um, with the baseball team, did not make it. Uh, the coach at the time um, is a, uh, was, um, was a legendary coach, Augie Garrido. Um, and for anyone that knows baseball, um, certainly college baseball, that name um, is familiar. Um, he truly is a legend. Um, and after my second walk on tryout, I didn't make it. Um, you know, what am I, 19, 20 years old? I walk into his office um, um, after that um, one afternoon and he's there and um, you know, I didn't call ahead of time, which, I, which you should have done, um, or email, well, we didn't have email then, but I didn't call ahead of time to see if he could meet with me, if he would meet with me, I just walked in, um, and he took the, uh, took the meeting, and um, told me frankly that, you know, um, uh, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make that team, um, and he must have seen it on my face, or maybe he's had this conversation a number of times, but he said something to me that made a difference, and why, um, among other reasons, why Cal State Fullerton is important to me. He looked at me, and he said, but it's important for you to finish your degree, um, you started something, you need to finish it. And that was important because um, I knew the answer. I knew I wasn't going to make the team. I knew um, I, was, I was going in there to say, maybe there's something I could do or, or more work that I might be able to do to do that. Um, but I kind of knew the answer in the back of my head that I wasn't going to make it. Um, and frankly, I thought that I was going to drop out of school. I might even go back to um, South Dakota um, because what was the point, right? What was, um, why, why continue on? Um, but him telling me that and taking that time, and because he took a lot of time with me, he took a good hour uh, or more of his time to talk with me um, and encourage me. And we talked very little baseball. Um, in that meeting uh, as well. I'll never forget that. Um, and it made a big difference for me. And it's one of the reasons why I stayed and why I finished my degree. Um, but South Dakota, I came for, uh, I came for baseball. And, uh, and then I discovered the winters out here were a lot nicer. Um, so I decided to stay. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you had that talk with a lot of students because I know uh, many people who are aspiring to be in sports don't go to college for the education, but instead they go to be recruited. And once they get hit with the, they're not going to be on the team or going to play into the professional league with the NBA, NFL, or the MLB, then they kind of find no point in it and they kind of get torn down. But it's good that he gave you that advice to stay in and that you did finish college afterwards. Yeah. Which it's difficult for a lot of people to do from that situation at that point. Yeah, there, so, were, there, were, there were a number of faculty um, that had that kind of effect on me as well. Um, I mentioned um, Dr. Ronald Reitfeld um, in the history department um, who spurred my, my interest in the Civil War history. Um, and, and, to, and to this day, I continue to read um, Civil War history um, on my own. Um, but 
that is not something I, I came um, in with as, a, as an interest at that time. Um, but learning from him, um, and who was, who was truly an expert, um, but also one of the most thoughtful, nicest people who cared so much about his students, um, uh, it, made a, it made a big difference for me. Um, we met, um, we had a morning class one semester, at eight, started at eight o'clock. One morning, early in the semester, we happened to meet each other getting coffee at the, um, at the um, student union. That started um, a regular, um, uh, I think it was a, a thir Tuesday, Thursday class, Tuesday, Thursday get together for he and I at 730 in the morning um, to have a cup of coffee before we went to class. Um, and that was, uh, uh, and he was willing to do so. I mean, this is a, this is a, a faculty member who has to prepare for their 8am class and was willing to have, um, you know, out of a chance meeting, we just happened to be uh, there that it started for that, the rest of that semester, a, uh, uh, an every Tuesday and Thursday meeting for, uh, for coffee uh, as well. Mm -hmm. So that just shows the kind of impact that faculty and anyone on campus can have on other students, as long as they're willing to put in your part and be there as well when they offer this or when they plan to meet with people. Absolutely. I know I have, a, I have a past professor that I was a TA for, and she's really great. Her name is a Dr. Pileshi, and she's just always there whenever I need to talk to someone. I just drop into her office, and I just sit there, and sometimes we go out for lunch, and we just talk about things. Because it's just having a professor who can see all the students around from like a third-person perspective can give you great advice. Yeah. I agree. You know, interesting you say that, that you can drop into their office. And I, that is so important um, to take advantage of office hours um, that, our, that our faculty make available to us. Um, I didn't do that as much, but I did do that, especially with the ones that not only challenged me, but um, uh, that I learned the most from. Um, and it, within the political science department, uh, two faculty members stand out to me, Dr. Barbara Stone um, and Dr. Ray Sunshine. Um, I believe Dr. Stone is, is now retired. Um, Dr. Sunshine is now at Cal State LA, unfortunately, um, but um, he's doing great things there as well. Um, I learned more practical um, politics from them than from anyone else. Um, political science is a lot of theory, a lot of writing, um, and, which is fine. That's, that's the nature of it as well. But that's not why I went into it. I didn't want to study John Locke so much as I wanted to um, learn um, to run campaigns and work in campaigns or, or work um, um, as a policy uh, advisor or something like that. But then you realize that you better have a, a frame of reference for um, a theory and political thought um, so that you can um, put that into action as well. But I learned so much from them and they were so available to me and they and, um, gave such great advice. When I say to me, they, they did that to anyone who, who took an interest um, in doing that as well. And that's one of the reasons I think that made, that made, that made and makes Cal State Fullerton, an outstanding university for students, uh, because it is student-centric. Um, I think the faculty generally care about their students, and to the extent that they can, uh, will do uh, what they can to help them on in their careers. Mm -hmm. So the faculty is always there for students, and it's also important for students to stay active and constantly look for other opportunities that are out there. And that's true. Um, it, ultimately, it's up to you. The, the, the faculty member isn't going to uh, take their office hours to you and find you in the quad or find you someplace um, um, to, to have that conversation. It really is up to you. Um, to do that, and, and, and so take advantage of it though. Like you said, those are the opportunities that are there. It is up to us to, to take advantage of them. Um, and that goes back to um, taking advantage of all the opportunities um, that, that are available on campus. The Career Center, I didn't even know there was a Career Center um, on campus when I was a student, um, unfortunately. Um, and so I didn't get much help from that, but that's an outstanding resource. The Alumni um, um, Association and the alumni um, staff are an outstanding resource if you're looking to connect with alumni in, in fields that you're interested in pursuing. Maybe just trying to figure out whether or not that is your place that you want to work. Um, do I want to be um, a lawyer? Do I want to be in finance? Do I want to do this? Let me see if I can connect with someone that's in that to see if that is something I want to do. Um, that's where we can uh, um, assist. And so take advantage of those resources that are on campus. The uh, Oftentimes, um, um, students who, who are busy like we are um, at Cal State Fullerton, um, um, when, you, when you go to school, when you work and you do other things, um, you don't always hear about those um, opportunities. And so that's when it becomes on us and those departments to make, uh, to the extent um, it's possible, use the resources that are available to communicate those opportunities to students. Mm -hmm. 
And then talking about those resources that are available, uh, the Career Center, it helped me a lot finding my first few jobs on campus. Uh, if you look at it, like when you're a freshman, it could be a little daunting looking at everything, but once you get it figured out, you could easily see what jobs you're able to apply for, which ones are entry level, which ones don't require much experience because I wasn't able to work in high school. Uh, no one would hire a 16 year old uh, still going to school full time. But then once I got to college, I felt like I needed to work to also keep myself busy and not get myself too distracted on other things that are as useful and keeping me as driven. And then, like you mentioned, alumni are a great resource and you have the time for network, which I believe you are on. And that is like a perfect way to connect to alumni since we have, I believe, over a thousand alumni on the platform itself. And it's just a fantastic way to find alumni who are in the fields, like you said, and you can get some advice from them, set up a call uh, through the application itself. And in that, you just know if something is right for you, you could even ask them to mentor you or even shadow them for a bit, just to get a feel of the area you might be working in in four to six years, something like that. I think the, um, um, you're absolutely right, um, Ahad, uh, about taking advantage of that. That's a very passive way to do it. It's a great way to find out what's out there to connect that way as well. Um, and, and the biggest piece of advice I can give to a student and for any alum who wants to be a part of that as well um, is, is to do it. If, if you're going to do it, then, then do it. Um, because you don't want to disappoint um, the student. You don't want to disappoint the alumna who is giving up their time um, to mentor as well. And so if you're going to do it, um, take advantage of it and do it um, because you don't want to create a bad experience for um, for each other and don't feel bad. I mean, there's a reason why they're in this um, in this in this platform. Um, it's not because you're reaching out cold to someone like that. So don't feel like I used to. It's like, well, I don't want to bother them. I don't feel they don't know me. I, everybody else seems to have it all together. I, I don't. Um, that's not the case. Um, take advantage of it and use it. Um, there's a reason why they put themselves in this platform, both the students and the and the um, alumni. Um, so take advantage of it and use it. And like people say, you can't always control the situation, but you can control the outcome by what you do with that. Or since you were a student at Cal State Fullerton and then you did some work at UCR, and now you're back at Cal State Fullerton, what few pieces of advice do you think is necessary for students to get the heads up on? Yeah, um, um, this is, you know, I've had the opportunity uh, working in higher education now for um, 18, 19 years, um, both at UCR and most recently now at Cal State Fullerton, my alma mater. And um, the student body is very similar um, at both universities where um, a majority of the, uh, the students are first in their families to go to college like I was. Um, it, my family, my folks were very supportive of me going to college. They just didn't know how to do it. You know, um, what was the application process, what financial aid things. They, those, those things were just different and they, they didn't know how to navigate them as well. And many of our um, students are finding that the same way. But now they're here. Uh, they figured it out somehow um, and, they're, and they're there. Um, but there's a lot of pressures um, that are on, especially first generation students um, to, um, to complete their degree uh, because they will be the first, they're gonna be the example in their family for their siblings or for their um, extended family um, as well. And I understand those pressures. Um, they're all unique to us, but I understand the kind of pressure that you can be under because I felt that as well. Um, one piece of advice is don't let that, don't let it get to you um, and don't suffer in silence. Reach out to your friends um, and take advantage of the resources that are there. Be involved um, in, in, in something on campus that is not um, uh, in the classroom. Um, get involved with a student organization. There's, there's so many different student organizations that are out there um, that are from social to service um, related um, that, are, that are just fun um, to be a part of. Um, that might even be professional um, as well, which is great. Be part of something, uh, get to know anyone. Um, don't do what I did, and that is think that everybody else knows somebody, um, their friends are here, um, they know what's going on, they got it all together, they have their uh, path set before them, because um, that's what I thought, because that's what it appeared to me, or that's what I was um, uh, internalizing anyway, and it's not the case, we're, we're all the same, you know, we're all, we're all trying to figure it out um, as, we, um, as we go through college, and so don't be afraid um, to, to step out of that shadow, um, especially for those that um, are more introverted, that's a tough, tough nut to crack, and so the other side of that coin is that if you're more extroverted and you see someone that may not be engaging that way in the organization, 
help them out. Um, you don't have to be their best friend. You don't have to take long walks on the beach together, but you can also help them out um, and get them more involved, um, he or she more involved um, um, in that as well. And the other piece of advice that I mentioned earlier is study what you love. Study what gives you passion. Um, if it's physics, great, um, fantastic, um, um, then do it. Um, but if it's dance, then do dance um, as well. Or if it's political science, then, then do that. Um, um, because what you study, um, uh, if you're passionate about it, will teach you the skills that you need to do whatever you want to do um, beyond that. If it's teaching or, or, or another profession, professional opportunity, then uh, those will be the skills that you take. And if, if you if you decide to go to graduate school, then look at the graduate programs that will be best for you in your career. Um, um, I, like I said, study what you love as an undergraduate. Um, as, and as a graduate, uh, take what, what's going to be uh, building your career at that. So those are the pieces of advice I would I would do and then get involved on campus. Because those that are likely, those that are involved on campus are also going to be involved as alumni. It makes my job a lot easier um, to engage alumni um, because they understand what it's like, um, uh, it, the importance of, of getting involved. Um, and hopefully they'll get involved with that student organization. Again, if they do, that's a win for, for me. It's a win for that campus. Mm -hmm. So that's, those are great pieces of advice. And like I mentioned before, getting the diversity and just getting knowledge from people who are more diverse. So someone who is extroverted, they might think, why should I speak to someone who is more introverted? But a good portion of that is that they can learn a lot from someone who just thinks differently or acts socially different from them. And that's the great part about Cal State Fullerton. There's diversity in all different forms. It's not just income level or race or anything like that. There's in every way you can think about it, there's diversity. So going to uh, political science students in particular, is there any advice that you would give to them trying to get into a field? Like maybe it's not an election year or no one big is running. How would someone who's graduating get into political science or get into the working field? And, and, and if that's the case, why do they take political science in the first place um, uh, as well? Um, and um, we all take it for different reasons. Um, and I think the, the, the reason we, we all got into it could be to go to law school, um, or then it changes that you want to work in um, um, policymaking or in politics. Um, you want to run campaigns or whatever it might be. Um, and that's good. That's, that's what I wanted to do when I graduated. I wanted to run campaigns. I wanted to um, cut my teeth um, in, in, in campaign work and then become a campaign manager um, and a campaign consultant, um, ultimately, um, because I thought they made all the money um, at the time. And um, that's where I wanted to, um, to, to cut that. But yeah, I think it's finding out why that you're setting this and then where um, those opportunities lie. And don't wait till your last semester to start uh, building those um, connections and then building those um, internships or, or other relationships as well. Um, it's not that it's too late, um, but you're behind the curve and it'll take you a lot longer to catch up um, uh, in the end. So start doing that as early as possible. And the other question then for, for, for students is, well, how do I do that? Well, that? Well, that's where you can come to the alumni association or go to the career office or talk to your faculty member. Where are those opportunities? That's how I did it. My faculty members, Barbara Stone, Brave Sunshine, are the ones who helped me make the connections. They didn't make a phone call for me. They didn't call and say, hey, this guy's worth hiring or anything else or should be involved. They suggested areas based on how they knew and my skills were as a student that would that I had to follow up on. Um, and that makes all the difference in the world. Um, when you do it on your own, you get a lot of satisfaction of someone just handing you something as well. Mm -hmm. And then to end it off, what is one thing you would do differently at Cal State Fullerton? Like if you were to give your advice back to Bill, like do this instead or take this one class or maybe uh, join this one club, what would it be? What would I do differently? I have, there's a couple of different things, but I'm, I'm gonna focus on one. I, I, I think the, the thing I would do much different um, is, is maintain the connections I had to other um, students at the time. I didn't do that even as a student um, uh, because again, I felt like an outsider um, and you know, um, someone who wasn't from here. I didn't have my friends here as well. Um, and so I didn't, I didn't feel like I knew anyone. And what I would do differently is say, is, is if I could talk to um, 18, 19, 20 year old Bill and say, dude, nobody 
has it going on. No one knows what's going on. You just need to have the confidence that they appear to have and reach out and build those connections now um, as well. I think I would have taken a much different path. I don't regret where I'm at at all, but the path I've taken to get to where I am, um, I think might have been easier, um, but also a little bit more fulfilling too, um, where um, today I could look back and, and make um, uh, connect with, with, with those friends that I have there as well. And who knows who I may have been able to help along the way. Well, thank you so much, Bill, for coming on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. Even with all this quarantine stuff going on, you still made time out of your day to come on here. And if students want to connect with you, what is the best way for them to, maybe if they're majoring in clinical science or anything resonating with them directly, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Uh, thank you uh, for doing this. And um, uh, my email is, is the easiest thing to, uh, in order to contact me, and that's at wcole, C-O-L-E, at fullerton.edu. That's my um, uh, email address at the uh, alumni office. Um, and obviously our phone number as well, 657-278. 4733 is my direct line, um, and you can always use that. Even working remotely, um, that direct line uh, rings on my cell phone. Um, so feel free to use that. Um, it's, um, it's always kind of a pleasure uh, to uh, be able to connect with a, with a student um, and, and, make, uh, and make that connection. And students, um, if, if, if anyone happens to, to listen to this, alumni do want to connect with you. That gives them a lot of satisfaction. Um, and uh, they actually feel like they're useful for something. So take advantage of us.